Welcome to our 154th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we got a special uh, yummy treat from... Did you try that one yet? No. I took it away, sorry. One of my clients. Just double fist it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which one do you like better? This one? Yeah, me yeah, too. Uh-huh. I, I, I really thought like I'm a huge Mountain Dew fan. So it's the hard Mountain Dews. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, we. So she gave us um, a couple of, um, of the hard, I guess. Yeah. Hard Mountain Dews. It's it's called. It's not like hard seltzer. It's just hard Mountain Dew. Yeah. It's just hard hard Mountain Mountain Dew. Dew. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So thanks, Jay. What's it say right there? It says something. Does it say seltzer? I don't know. I don't see anything on my. I think it does. I don't know. Anyway, it's a hard Mountain Dew. Anyway. Mine's the original flavor. Yeah, he got the original <clears throat> and I got the black cherry. Um, and yeah, I like it. It's really good. Huh? Seth, Seth said the black cherry was the best. He did, huh? Mm-hmm. I like this oh, one. Oh, no, he said Baja was the best. That's right. He liked he the say, Baja He did one. say he liked mm-hmm. the Baja. See, I'm not a Baja Blast fan anyway. He's always liked the Baja Blast, even since he's a little kid. Yeah, I like it. When we go to Taco Bell. I like this Baja. one. That black cherry's good. Um, <clears throat> I, I'm digging this though. Yeah, good. I, I think the first sip I was like, I didn't know what to expect. Uh huh. And then I tried yours and I was like, damn it. I think the black cherry's better, but now. Yeah. I'm starting to. To really I, I, like, yeah, it. I like it. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, we, it was funny because we saw that these <clears throat> these drinks came out, mm-hmm. or Seth saw, it and because he is a huge Mountain Dew person, I mean. We do Mountain Dew Zero since we try to keep it healthy. I well, I I had to quit quitting Mountain Dew was harder than quitting smoking. Yeah, and I hadn't had Mountain Dew in like Long a decade time. And then they came out with Mountain and then Dew they Zero. Came out Mountain Dew Zero because I didn't like Diet Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just <clears throat> I I avoided Mountain Dew like it was heroin <laughs> because I was like I'll I'll hop right back on that horse. Yeah. And uh, so I just quit drinking because I, I literally would drink, you know, six to 12 of them a day. Jeez. Um, I just loved Mountain Dew. Yeah. And uh, so I just had to quit and, and and quit it and I just quit cold turkey. Uh-huh. And so when they came on Mountain Dew Zero, I hadn't had Mountain Dew in so long. And I still haven't had regular Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. And Mountain Dew Zero tasted just like, for as far as my memory and my taste buds went, mm-hmm. tasted like the real thing. So that's my... My go-to zero drink is my yeah zero. yeah. It, I mean, <clears throat> I didn't think these would be doable for us. I had no idea they were zero sugar. These hard Mountain Dew. I know. And so once she brought it over, and it yeah. was like, oh man, there's there's zero sugar. Uh huh. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, right up our alley. I can have my favorite drink and get fucked up. I know, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, I think it's it's a great, it's definitely a great drink and a good like summertime mm-hmm. drink too and uh speaking of that too we also did a um a shot for on the marriage on the rock speakeasy facebook oh two shots um on the marriage on the rock speakeasy facebook group so if you haven't joined that yet be sure to do so we have uh we do drink videos every week and so this week we were like well we know we're gonna do the mountain dew drinks so let's do a shot. So mm-hmm. we did two shots and of um, pineapple upside down cake. Yeah, they were Those good. Are, yeah, they were really good. really good. So yeah, be sure to check that out. Um, mm. And 
get the ingredients and let us know what you guys think as well. Yep. So this week, we are going to be talking about uh, gender roles type thing. Um, we, I'm trying to think like how we even really came about all of this, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I know that I mentioned it, and I was like, I think that could be an episode, mm-hmm. and uh, and so I think that. I was thinking I was where I was where I am wanting to go with this I guess is kind of like an old school mentality how some people and and you may not think that this is an old school mentality maybe you do think that this is just how it should be but how men and women have traditionally had their own gender roles mm-hmm. um you know a man is supposed to provide for the family and make money and bring home the bread (laughs) and the wife is supposed to cook and clean and take care of the children Mm -hmm. and so um traditionally (laughs) and i'm not saying that i agree with that um but we wanted to kind of talk about it yeah do i have to say something yeah um I think that when you initially brought that piece up, one of the things that ties into that is really the, uh, you know, it's the men who, well, actually it's not just men because I went through this for a brief period of time. When the breadwinner acts like a dictator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, you know, once again, we, we are firm believers that, if traditional roles work for you, and that's what you and your partner agree upon, then have at that's it. success. Yeah. Uh huh. But if one of you is forced into that role and you're not happy with it, it's a problem. Right. And I think that there are, I, I think a lot of it really just happens to be or could fall on ensuring that you and your partner on this are on the same page with what each other's expectations are to bring to the table. And support the household and the family and the relationship. Mm-hmm. And if you're on the same page and you agree with it, then we aren't here to tell you one way is better or worse than the other. Right. Yeah. But we typically see in a lot of these that these traditional roles, I don't want to say they've been forced, but it, it it's kind of accidentally happened just organically. Mm-hmm. And then somebody's upset about it. Yeah. I know. Or they get mistreated or they get devalued or unappreciated. There's, well, there's something and I that think ends up that, happening. I think that most of the time mm. it is the woman that ends up feeling unappreciated. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I don't know, and, and maybe it is where we live and, and all that because we live in Oklahoma and it is... Tra- it is more, it's more tradi- here. traditional they mm-hmm. people really do men go to work and they work a blue collar job out here and then the wife usually and, e- and even for even women that that went to college and have a degree they still tend to become a stay-at-home mom 
Um, and their husband that barely graduated high school has a blue collar job and is the breadwinner. Right. Yeah. It's a weird dynamic. And you would think that like, you know, she, when somebody and, and doesn't have to be a woman, but when somebody gets a, a degree that they should use that degree. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I, I've, I have seen so many people get a degree and this is outside of Oklahoma too. Mm-hmm. When we were in Colorado that did not use their degree at all so i'm it's not so much you know oh you know all all just about out here but i but out here you do see more of the traditional type gender roles Mm -hmm. and the woman just takes care of the kids and Mm -hmm. they are i don't think that they're forced to do to become this way and to have a family like this and to take care of the children and everything because that's what they want Mm -hmm. it really truly is what they want they want to they dream about having kids Mm -hmm. and and having a big family and having a husband that supports them the woman does yes the men are indifferent i think the men don't really i (laughs) i don't think they really have a say about what the woman wants like with the kids and all that well i think that a lot i think all of it i don't think that either one of them really have a say that's why i said i think it a lot of it especially i hear just happens organically mm-hmm. i don't think anybody's miserable because of this i don't think i hear people are and i'm not knocking it in any way shape or form i'm not like i said if that's what you want to do even if you wake up when you're like hmm how did this happen why why am i almost 40 or 40 and I've never had a job and I'm staying at home with the kids and my husband goes to work every day. Yeah. Is that, did we plan this? Did it just happen? And I think a lot of them would say, well, it just happened. It, it's not, I don't think a lot of it is a plan. I, I don't think that. Really? Yeah. I, I, I really, I don't think it's an intentional plan. I think it is. Really? Yeah. I think it is because I've seen like, I've seen women like really, they they plan on having a family. That's like that is their goal. That's their goal in life. But you think they plan on going to school, getting a degree, never using oh, it, having kids, and okay. staying at home forever? I guess I guess that's true. I don't understand. <laughs> this is this is gonna be, sound pretty mean. I don't understand why they go to school in the first place. Yeah. Oh, I don't either. If they're going to waste it, mm-hmm. um, that's I'm that's my opinion. Because. I think, I think what happens is I think a lot, I I don't, yes, are there women that have zero intentions of ever having a job or ever going to school and ever working and they just want to be a full-time mom? Mm -hmm. Yes, I do believe those agree, or those those do occur and exist. Uh What I think happens most of the time, though, and, and this is, I'm either, I may be wrong, I may be right, you may be wrong, you may be right, but I think that what typically happens is it's not intentional. I think that they graduate high school. Girls typically do better in school out here than guys. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know if that's just out here. I think it's kind of in general. Yeah. I think women tend to be smarter than men anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they go to college. Now, whether they finish or complete it, indifferent. They go to school. They come back home, Move typically move back to their hometown, mm-hmm. marry some guy that was some kind of 
semi-sports star in whatever podunk town they grew up in Mm -hmm. who has a blue-collar job, and they end up getting pregnant. And then they hit a point where she never leveraged her education for a career in the first place. And he's got a job. And the blue-collar jobs out here, you can make a really good living. Mm -hmm. These people aren't hurting. No, This is one of the places in the country where... A man can have a blue-collar job and a wife and three kids, and they are living perfectly okay. Yeah. They're not living paycheck to paycheck. No. Uh-uh. Um, so it is a very good situation. For yeah. Me. And when we say blue-collar, that is said with the most utmost respect. Oh, it's not yeah. No, to, I mean, no, not at all. It's like the, to... the blue-collar jobs out here just pay very well, and mm-hmm. it is a career for it these is. guys. And But they have that job, which has a lot of security. A lot. Of, I mean, these blue-collar jobs aren't jobs that are threatened during the pandemic. I mean, uh-huh. they're all essential. They're all, you know, agricultural. They're all, you know, I mean, sometimes I think all... the oil industry is like, that's yeah. one where it's like yeah, up it's and down. Yeah, it's never going anywhere. I mean. I know, but like, because they can get laid off and yeah. stuff like that. And But guys out here, whether they're in a union or not, they typically make really good money. They can move up pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, they may have to work odd shifts and things like that. But they, they end up getting established in these positions fairly quickly while... And they typically do it very young. They start off, if they don't go to college, they start doing that work at 18 years old. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, I think the women are kind of trying to figure out what they want to do. They go to school for a little bit, come back, they reconnect with this guy or or meet this guy or whatever it is. um, And then they get married and or pregnant Mm -hmm. and have a child. And they realize, the husband's like, well, why would I... You know, we can't afford daycare. Mm. Why oh would I gosh. leave my job? Yeah. You're, you're, so you're just now going to hit the workforce. I think that that's what happened. That's why I say I don't <clears> think <throat> it's intentional. Yeah. I don't think they planned it. I think I guess that's it ends true. up being accidentally organic almost. Yeah. But, but I, I, I do see your point where I do, like I said, I think there are women that are like, nope, this is my plan. I've always wanted to be a mom. I'm going to be a mom. Uh-huh. That's it. It's a full-time job. I know. Well, I I think that I yeah, I get I totally get where you're where you're <clears throat> coming from. Yeah, because it is like how do you how do you plan that? You know. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that they do that intentionally to like I but I don't know what their intentions are about going to school and having a career. I think people in these areas just do what they th- are what told they think or think that they're supposed to do that's next. That's probably true. Oh, I graduated high school. What now? Oh, you go to college. Okay, I'll go to college. What now? We'll get a job. And, the and then you get a job get and job. then you have a family. Or they get a job and they have a family and they uh-huh. just kind of follow this very prescripted that's type of true. role. That's um, true. Well, so what's funny, what's really funny to me because yeah, as we're talking about this, I'm just thinking about where I grew up and where I grew up is completely different mm-hmm. than this. And I may, and I think that it was <laughs> either, either you do, I guess I'm, I, I went to college. I didn't graduate college, but I, I think that what happens is usually most women will, where I'm from, will go to college and actually have a career mm-hmm. and then start a family later. Or the other half is they get pregnant in high school and actually Never have a career. Maybe more than half. 
get get pregnant in high school and then yeah never they don't go to college never have a career career never go to college it wasn't even on the radar for them to go to college so now that you're seeing these women that Mm -hmm. that happen to and they're your age and their kids are growing Mm -hmm. or grown are they attempting to go back to school or have a job some of them Mm -hmm. some of them are some of them are uh yeah it seems like trying to figure things out now figure out life and a lot of a lot of these women that that i see that i have seen over i guess the years is that they are the ones that feel like they missed out Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's how and, and i guess the moms like out here could feel that same way too but i think that um, but at least those moms out here went to college and kind of lived the the, the college life. Well, and I will say for the moms out here, most of them didn't get pregnant in high school. And most of them did enough partying from the time they were 15 to 18 that they didn't need to party in college anyway. Oh, uh-huh. And it's a wonder they didn't get pregnant. Uh-huh. Well. Or let me, maybe let me they back did. That up. <laughs> it's a wonder they don't have kids right now. Uh-huh. Um, but I also notice out here, and I don't know if it's exclusive to this, this area or this part of the country or the mentality out here, but those same mom, those same moms are very tribal and they collectively have gone through these phases together. Their kids are all around the same age. Their husbands are all around the same age. They're still very close with all these people they went to high school with Mm -hmm. and I don't think there's such a sense of missing out because I think one of the things I did, I did see, you know, whether it was when I lived in California or Colorado was there was more of a sense of a lot of these women being more on an island. They were more um, singular and isolated. They didn't have a community of other women going through exactly what they went through because I think a lot of the women I knew in those areas were single moms. Hmm. They weren't. Or if they were in a relationship with their baby daddy, it mm-hmm. was an awful relationship. Mm-hmm. The people out here, I don't think they tend to have really bad relationships. They all just have the same relationships. Yeah. They all do the same thing. They all go to the lake on the weekend. They all go camping over the weekends. They all hang out together. They all look the same and dress the same and, and act the same. It, mm-hmm. it, it is very, it's a weird cookie cutter um, makeup of, of the women and the couple's in a lot of these small towns, they, it's like when we went to Nashville, I was mm-hmm. like, man, all of these, every, all these 5,000 girls out here for bachelor parties <laughs> all look oh the same. Oh my gosh. It was, all it of was their funny. bridesmaids look the same. It yeah. Was, like it, exactly <clears throat> the same. It's so funny. Hey, Blade, stop. He's bumping into everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they all just looked the same. They mm-hmm. acted the same. They dressed the same. They had the same hairstyle, the same body size, the same shape everything and that's yeah. what you see it, it it's, is it's, it's weird I it, know. It, 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 even for someone out here it's just kind of like stepping back being like okay yeah you know, i have all these girls that you know or these people i knew that i went to high school with and every monday there's 50 of them that share the exact same pictures of what they did over the weekend over the weekend yeah. they all did the exact same <laughs> thing just at similar locations or the same locations yeah but i think because everything's similar they don't it, it it's very normalized mm-hmm. and so i don't think they really second guess it mm-hmm. 
But on the flip side, out here, you do see a certain percentage of women go through these midlife crisis of, uh, you know, I'm not saying I agree with this, but of non-contribution and what do I do? Mm-hmm. My kids are in school. I you know, may have wasted my time and money in college. I haven't contributed monetarily to the family in 13, 14 years, and I've got to have a job. What can mm-hmm. I do? And 99% of them are like, I'm going to be a real estate agent. Oh, gosh. I know. <laughs> I know. And they have no personality mm-hmm. or anything. Yeah. Um, I, I know upteen women out here that I grew up with or went to school that became real estate agents who can't sell shit. <laughs> and they haven't. They've all given up on it. So I don't know why that becomes the go-to profession. Yeah, I know. I don't know either. Yeah. Cause, and it's funny because uh, whenever I, when I was in high school, we had this, I was in this women's literature class. I loved that class. It was such a, a good, it was just a good class. And my teacher, every Friday, I think it was every Friday, she had um, a a person come in and um, that was a different profession. Like and, a mini career day. Yeah, type thing. <clears throat> and talk to us about, you know, what they did and and all of that. And I remember, like, a couple of them that stuck out was one of them was a police officer. And I was like, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, I don't, doing that. I do not want <laughs> to do that. And the other one was a real estate agent. And... I was like, oh, man, I think that I could do that. And I don't know if it's just like, I don't know. It, well, it's just, appe- it was appealing to me because I think probably because of the money. <laughs> it goes back to what we've talked about whenever we, I, I can't remember if it was what do you bring to the table or things like that. Everybody thinks they have a personality. Mm-hmm. Every, when, I, I, and I think that kind of answers both of our questions. Most people look at real estate and they're like, well, I can do that. Mm-hmm. I can fix myself up and take a picture and be on a business card or a bench in the park. And you mean all I got to? I love looking at houses. You mean all I got to do is show people places? I can do that. Yeah. They completely underestimate that it actually takes a skill set. Mm-hmm. And they completely overestimate the fact that they have zero personality. Mm-hmm. And you know, <laughs> yeah. nobody want to buy shit from them. Oh gosh. Um, they're not as likable as they think. They're not as attractive as they think. They're not as appealing as they think. And mm-hmm. they definitely don't have the skill that they think they have. Mm-hmm. And they don't have the work ethic it takes to be a successful real estate agent. You have I to know. work seven days a week on everybody else's schedule. So it's not something you can dip your toe in and think you can make yeah. it. Um, I mean, but that is one of those things that, you know, I always thought you, I, I didn't want you to get into personal real estate i wanted you to get into business commercial commercial. yeah commercial real estate Um, i thought that would be i thought all that stuff was well i mean you did property management and all that yeah you you Uh were awesome at it yeah and your background is sales forever Uh yeah well but i didn't have a background then oh yeah you know i just yeah we met Uh uh-huh yeah Um, so there are i mean there are the people that do it and do it right and go after it make a killing oh Um, man yeah Uh uh-huh for sure that's not a large percentage of people yeah and we met you know couple of real estate agents over the weekend that oh man i wouldn't buy a shampoo oh my, dog my for gosh a, no <laughs> i mean no personality oh whatsoever. zero yeah. oh my gosh i don't know how they are even in this mm-hmm. i mean jeez but i think they see that i think people see that like well if they're a real estate agent i, I can be, be a, agent. i know yeah. i know that's true and it's like no i get and i guess like if you want to be successful at it <laughs> well I, I think everybody sees something 
I mean, it's, you know, you see the same thing with fitness when you meet people like, oh, I want to, I can do what you do. I want to go to the gym and work out. Uh-huh. And it's like, okay, are you ready to eat like this five times <laughs> yeah, a day, I know. seven days a week? Uh-huh. Are you ready to dedicate this time? And then they find out very quickly, they're like, oh, oh this is too much work I'm doing. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> they're like they, disappointed. Yeah. Then they yeah. romanticize for the next 20 years of how great a shape they once got in. Uh-huh. And they never really did. I know. I know. Yeah. But, but so... I guess back to the to the topic it like we I guess we do see these women and they you know they it's like they're they need to have some kind of feel like they have a worth like they are worth something Mm -hmm. and I felt that too whenever we whenever I quit my job and I was helping you it it did suck like especially after i think for me i don't know i'm not that i'm better than anybody but i think for me it was harder because i did work my entire life because yeah you've always had a job so i i didn't know how to even feel or and not work Mm -hmm. i was like this i don't feel like i'm contributing well and it was weird because I, i remember like trying to like show you quantifiably Here's what you are actually doing. You're mm-hmm. help, it, and it wasn't this. And I know this sounds mean. It wasn't blowing smoke that you see men tell their wives, like, "Yeah, you don't have a job. You don't contribute shit." But look at everything you do. If you didn't do this, I couldn't do that. And they're full of shit. <laughs> they're just trying to make her feel good. Yeah. I was literally showing no, no dollars to donuts. Here's what you are doing for this. Mm-hmm. And and then once you made the decision to, you know, get your certification and mm-hmm. and be self-employed at that time mm-hmm. um or and still yeah uh doing the nutrition coaching and the training and everything you know i i but i i remember like when you were talking about that trying to show well no it's not you aren't doing nothing it's mm-hmm. not like you get up at 11 o'clock in the morning and walk around the house and and don't do anything mm-hmm. i mean you you weren't literally you were never not doing anything i know you, you know yeah we, we had know. kind of a set agenda that well we were i was working on the podcast too yeah, and you're doing the pod well i mean yeah even getting re- or I mean, certified you, relationship you coaching with my, with my work and yeah everything. you were you were sending emails every day you were doing communications you were responding you were setting up appointments i mean it was you you were it was literally like you were working three part-time jobs all at once mm-hmm. uh, and it's still kind of like that yeah just because of everything else you're doing so mm-hmm. it was never you never had a point where you weren't contributing mm-hmm. um with that being said i do see why there are some women that should feel they're not contributing mm-hmm. um but i think the majority of them <clears throat> just kind of naturally feel that way because they aren't quote unquote earning a paycheck right yeah i know and i think that like when it comes to like the breadwinner mentality of how i don't know like how you were with me is how i would hope that most men would be (laughs) and i know that that's not the case Mm -hmm. and i think that because men uh because they bring home the paycheck and you know the wife isn't contributing monetarily they think that they get to get away with everything else that like they don't have to take care of the kids they don't have to discipline the kids Mm -hmm. they don't have to 
cook, clean, clean the house, or anything. yeah, the, because they are <clears throat> earning the paycheck mm-hmm. every every day. You know, they get off of work and they're like, "I just want to sit here and relax and watch TV or have a beer yeah, or whatever." They're like, "I just every time I get home, I just want a beer." Yeah, and. You know the the woman he I don't he needs to do some shit. Come on, like get with it. Really though? Yes, I think so. I think that they both do. I think that everybody is equally responsible for well he, for certain things, <clears throat> at least for the kids. Okay. I think that I think that if you guys have kids together, you equally need to take care of them and i will say that (laughs) i think the kids that are in school though the if the kid is in school like the teacher's taking care of the damn kids most of the day Mm -hmm. anyway so i would maybe i would maybe have to say like the if the kids in school that the woman can get or yeah not get away with but um that she should do she should do all of not all of the work but most of it okay i think there's layers there uh-huh. i i think that there is and once again i i go back to what i said initially as long as you're on the same page about it there's not a right or wrong way right. to do it right yeah this is just my opinion on it. I mean, and I I feel that, I mean, and I, I tie this into how I behaved when I was a stay-at-home husband. Right, yeah. I didn't expect my ex-wife to do anything. Mm-hmm. I took care of my son. He was in school. So I got up, I got him dressed, I made him lunch, I took him to school, I came home, did the laundry, cleaned the house, took care of the dogs, made went grocery shopping, did all the household duties Mm -hmm. in a reverse gender role type of scenario because I didn't have a job. Mm -hmm. I wasn't contributing monetarily, and I thought that during that time, I had to contribute everything else. Mm -hmm. And if you said, well, would you expect your wife to do the same if the situation was reversed? You're damn right, Mm -hmm. I would. But I didn't do it because that's what I expected her. I don't know if maybe that is what I would say. I did it because I just thought that was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it wasn't even up for debate mm-hmm. in in my mind between us. She never came home and said I didn't sit there and play video games all day. Mm-hmm. I didn't sit there and watch movies all day. I didn't come back home and take a nap. Mm-hmm. I didn't come back home and decide to go grab a bite to eat with one of my guy friends. I didn't, you know, yeah. take 4 hour break at the park with the kids and sit under a tree and do dick all day. I didn't do those things. I did everything that was supposed to be done on that house because she was out earning a paycheck for us to survive. So when she came home, dinner was fucking ready. Her TV show was on and the kid was taken care of and everything was done for the day. Now, she was still very unhappy because apparently I did all of those things incorrectly. <laughs> but that that was how I felt. And so knowing that that's what I went through, yeah. I am completely unsympathetic. To stay-at-home moms. To stay-at-home moms who have any reason to complain about any of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I totally I completely I get, side with I get, I get it. I get that. I do. 
But I think that, uh-huh. And I will say, I know several men who did the exact same fucking thing that I did. And they didn't complain about it. Yeah. They loved it. Yeah. I, yeah. I know. I, I, will I say, know. Bill Burr. <laughs> the way Bill Burr freaking says this, too, is like, yeah, I want to fucking watch Oprah or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want to sit around and eat PBJs in my jammies all day. <laughs> yeah. I mean... I, and I, I, you know, I know people get upset. They're like, no, no, we do more than that. I, I, I fucking hate that shit. I'm the CEO. I'm no, you're not. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I don't like that. You are not. I'm Quit sorry. Acting but like what that's... you do is the end all, be all, most important job a fucking human being can have. Mm-hmm. And if that's the title you want, then you should not complain about anything. If you want that pat on the back, you better have the best acting fucking kid on the planet. Oh, I know. You better have the cleanest fucking house. You better have the most satisfied husband. You want to play that gender role that that is the hardest job on the planet and that you wear all of these titles and do all this shit, then you better fucking own it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to white glove inspection that fucking house. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> but I think that that, like I said, that, that I'm, I'm just so unsympathetic to right. people complaining in that role. I know. I know. I get that. I do. But I think that I, I, I agree with you to a point, but I disagree Kind of. <laughs> and I think that it just irritates me. It really irritates me that, like, men are, they just, they just think that they can get away from not raising their children and not having any kind of responsibility at home. Yeah. I don't like that. I think that everybody needs responsibilities. And if you want to play the the gender type uh chores and stuff like that, then the men the man should be doing all the weed eating, all the lawn work and and all of that. Mm-hmm. Too. House repairs and Yeah. So you better be freaking Mr. Fix it fix mm-hmm. it up because you need you if you're gonna say that shit to your wife i think that you need to do that stuff too and not be a lazy ass yeah and yeah. help raise the fucking children and we'll, we'll we'll get to the kids because that is a another layer uh-huh. but nothing is worse than a guy who wants these these roles applied and doesn't know how to do shit for himself mm-hmm mm-hmm can't Fix a fucking... Can't change a light bulb. Can't change a light bulb. Can't change the oil. Can't, you know, do basic house repairs. Mm-hmm. Can't do simple things. Doesn't know how to turn off a circuit breaker and replace a fan. Mm-hmm. You know, simple things. So don't force a partner into those gender roles when you don't know how to be a man. I know. In the traditional sense. Uh-huh. Um, can't <clears throat> change a tire. Can't, you know, so that drives me nuts as well. And I, know. I am completely unsympathetic to that side. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I grew up in a household where my mom was the was the fixer. The maintenance man. Maintenance guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so luckily, like... I know how to do those things because my mom showed me mm-hmm. how to do it. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> but well, <laughs> and it, he knows. He knows that he's not not that yeah, he's gotten better. Mm-hmm. My dad has gotten better at at trying to to fix things and and do little things now. Mm-hmm. But he would still he would still mow the lawn and mm-hmm. and do all of that stuff. 
And because I think that sometimes I think that guys really want to do um, the fun stuff with the kids. That's mm-hmm. what it is. The why, guys. Why do you keep jumping to the kids thing? I'm sorry. I'm just I just think that maybe maybe okay. that's just like I I I don't I don't know I I don't I don't even have kids and I'm just like yeah you're sure defensive about the kid thing <laughs> for somebody who didn't have any fucking kids I know I know um, I, I, I want to get to the kids okay, before sorry. we get to the yeah, kids yeah. I you know I do want to talk about the the dictatorship of and I and I go know the kids will kind of fall into there but. For as the harsh things I said about the women, mm-hmm. I still don't think just because you earn a paycheck, you're completely off the hook mm-hmm. for stuff. And I, I don't like to everything you said. I agree. I do not think that just because you have a job gives you the right to be a lazy sack of shit when you aren't at work. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. chances are your job isn't as hard or stressful or demanding as you have your wife fooled that it is oh gosh i know i know i think that that is oh dudes really do that dudes lie yeah dudes act like their job is that hard well you try doing you know being out doing this i mean i've we've seen it all we've seen every level yeah of blue collar worker we know what the conversations are we know how long those breaks we can get we know what production looks like. We know, you know, and granted, yes, I'd be there like, are, well, let me fucking work then. Yeah, there are like, some people that, you know, do have it extremely rough. Yeah. And yeah. they aren't the ones complaining. That's very That's true. the key. Yeah. You want to tell if your husband has a really demanding job, he ain't fucking complaining because that's mm-hmm. just how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, you know, I, I have zero sympathy for people to complain really about anything. Anything. And yeah. if your job is that demanding and sucks that bad and you're that stressed out and that overworked, then fucking find another job. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what my but thoughts are. But they lie and build it up like they are just so overtaxed as a justification and reason to be a lazy piece of shit when they're at home. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't know what kind of day I had. Oh, God. Now, at the same time, if you're that mom that didn't really do shit all day, don't come at him with, well, you don't know what it's like to be here. Because both of you are just fantasizing about being the other's role where you as the wife get to go to the job and do dick all day and hang out with your friends and have bullshit conversations and not get any work done. And the guy's thinking, well, I just wish I could stay at home all day and watch TV and hang out with the kids. That'd be great. <clears throat> so you both are just fantasizing about swapping roles. But so really, they're fucking all... swap roles. The dude is uh, bullshitting with his buddies at work. Well, that's what anyway. I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. She's fantasizing about doing that. Yeah. Going oh, to that yeah. job where uh-huh. she didn't have to do anything and talk to her friends and hang out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um... <clears throat> so swap roles uh-huh. or quit trying to pull the wool over each other's eyes and just accept yeah we both have it pretty good yeah and we're in this together now are you done with your drink almost so i have a couple of other hard seltzers oh on ice oh do you now we're ready to go okay i have a saying that i came up with mm-hmm. if you fail to prepare you prepare to fail <laughs> that you came up with yeah. Has anybody else ever said that? Oh, uh-uh. I think that was mine. That was I you. own it. TM. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go grab our next round. Okay. 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 Are we taking a quick commercial break? Yeah, let's take a break. From our sponsors? Yes. Uh, so where were we? <clears throat> okay, so we can talk about the kid stuff. Okay. Since you're so determined. <laughs> um... Yeah, I know you and I have talked about this quite a bit off 
off air. And I do think we have varying opinions on it. Um, <clears throat> really? So we may have our first knockdown drag out fight. Uh oh. On air. <laughs> ever. I know. On and, air. And it's going to end up being on air. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want to state your, I mean, you kind of already stated your perspective. State it again. Uh, I think that the both parents need to have a relationship with their child. Well, I, I agree with that. <laughs> Why did you word it to a way that <laughs> I'm going to be like, no, one parent should be completely hands off. <laughs> you said it in a way that like, okay, well, yeah, I agree with that. But yeah, I think that. So l- let me throw a scenario. Okay. And then you weigh in on your opinion and I'll weigh mine. Maybe okay. that'll help. Okay. 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 Oh my gosh. Go for it. Um, a child mm-hmm. is a absolute pain in the ass shithead kid. Mm-hmm. Dad has a full-time job, works overtime, isn't there. Mom has spent the majority of his younger years, ages zero through probably kindergarten, with him 98% of the time, and the dad is with him not even 50% of the time. Mm-hmm. Whose fault is it that he's a little shithead? Oh, or she's a little bitch. It's mom's. Okay, well, I guess we don't disagree. No, I don't. I don't think that. I don't. I think that. Yeah, if the child is with the mom, yeah, like that. That often, I think that. I I think that it's her fault that, yeah, that he's a little shit or she's a little shit, but. I don't, I still don't think that that makes the, the dad, he, he still doesn't. (laughs) He's not off the hook. Yeah. He's still not off the hook. He, he needs, he needs to step up too. And I think that. But he's working all day and when he gets home, he just wants a beer. No, (laughs) no. That's the thing is you you have a different life now. Mm-hmm. You have a responsibility. And yes, you can say that you're that you are being responsible by going to work and earning a paycheck for your family. Mm-hmm. But when you get home, they're your responsibility. It's not sit on the couch and have a beer. Mm-hmm. It's play with your kid. It's discipline them you know if and and i don't know i know that like i guess it's hard to say like about the discipline thing because like if the mom's like well when daddy gets home he's gonna spank you or Mm -hmm. something because you don't want that you do want the woman to to take charge and to actually do something Yeah. yeah Because otherwise, the kid's gonna take advantage of of you, and then they're they're only going to look at the dad as the disciplinary. Yeah, so she paints him as the bad guy in that situation. Do you think almost. it's the bad guy? Because, like, okay, so I was recently talking to this lady that. She was saying that her husband is more so the, you know, the disciplinary 
in the relationship for their child. Mm -hmm. And, and she's like, you know, we have such a good relationship and this and that, but she knows that when, when, uh, what did she say? Like, she knows when the daddy is the one that is, is going to be more strict Mm. and who does the child spend the most amount of time with her yes yeah see, i think that's dangerous waters i mean mm-hmm. you you don't want to you don't want one parent to be the strict disciplinarian one and the other one to be the fun one mm-hmm. and even to your point when you said parent dads just want to do the fun stuff mm-hmm. well that's not necessarily true if he's the disciplinarian that's and true. the 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 one that's always cracking down and the strict one. I know. I get, and I guess, like to be fair, <laughs> if he he wants the fun times because he is the the one that the the child is like scared of. I guess. Yeah, he needs more time to prove that he's good that he's fun too. Yeah. yeah, not that it's not just sweet mommy being. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> wonderful. Well, and I, I think that there's, I think there's a typical pattern of behavior with a lot of this. I think, and this may tie into and, and alleviate some confusion, and maybe for some people be an aha moment. I think what ends up happening with a lot of these cases is if you're in those traditional roles, um, whether mom has a part-time job or, 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 or not, but if she's the one that's typically with the child, if she's the child caregiver for the most part, and even if that just means... You take the kids to school and pick them up and you have snacks with them. You know, you, you aren't working a 12-hour day and your husband is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you're the one that is the primary caregiver in the relationship and your husband is the primary breadwinner, whatever that split is, I think what happens a lot of times is the child is a pain in the ass mm-hmm. and doesn't listen. And maybe it's not every day, but maybe it's enough that it's a problem Mm -hmm. she hits her fill with dealing with the child and you see these women tune the child's bad behavior out and not discipline them not correct it they're the ones that can be on the phone with the kid screaming in the background and just ignore it and the person they're talking to is absolutely miserable because their kid's screaming like a fucking banshee in the background and they just tune out the bad behavior Mm -hmm. because they're so used to hearing it and they hit their fill and so what happens is the dad who's working that job, who he's, we've, we will admit, is overplaying his hand at how awful and how stressful and how busy and how demanding it was. But he comes home and immediately is handed, oh my gosh, your kid's been a pain in the ass all day. Now they're your problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she's fed up with dealing with it all day. He doesn't want to deal with it because he's been working all day. And his fuse is already so short that then he snaps. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a stereotypical scenario. And mm-hmm. I think everybody or people have variations of that in one way, shape, or another. Uh, but I think that that's really kind of what, what breeds a lot of this. And then I think he, the <clears throat> husband, becomes resentful. Like, you're the one with him all day. Why, or her all day, why do they act this way? Mm-hmm. This is you. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm at work all day. You're the one spending the most amount of time with the child. So if they don't know how to act correctly that's on you mm-hmm. and it's not fair that i have to come home to this jack-in-the-box ticking time bomb that's going to explode in nasty behavior because you're 
sick of it. Mm-hmm. And and so I I literally I truly do see both sides of the argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't believe he should be scot free. Mm-hmm. I don't think that he should be absolved from being a disciplinarian. But I also don't agree that his sole role should be disciplinarian when the child is always behaving badly and the the behavior is not corrected by the mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I think that, I don't know. I, I agree. I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think that, that it's, I just, um, I guess I wonder why... Why a woman, why women let it get that bad, that out of control? Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I I know that I'm sure that there's women out there that are screaming at their at the at, at us right now saying, you don't fucking know. Like, it is hard. It's hard to deal with this child all day and you don't have a kid crystal so (laughs) you just don't know Mm -hmm. it's like i don't know and i know that i could say all day like this is what i would do Mm and i'm and i do have a stepchild i know that's i know it's different but you know me and i would be i don't let kids get away with shit Mm -hmm. i don't let anybody get away with shit and i think that it really it just frustrates me that that people let their kids get away with any little thing Mm -hmm. and that they they're just like well okay i'll give them i'll give them chicken nuggets because i want to avoid the confrontation yeah and weak ass shit. I'm like, you can't give them exactly what they. It's funny because that the food thing is one of the things that you, you hear a lot because of the nutrition coaching. Oh my gosh! Coaching yeah, uh-huh. is oh well, I have to give <clears throat> our our child this. You know, she will only eat this. No, she will eat whatever you make them eat. She's a fucking child. Yeah, you feed that kid whatever you want to feed that kid. And if you've gotten that kid addicted to McDonald's Happy Meals, that's not that kid's fault. That's That's your fault. fault. Yeah. So break the habit. Mm -hmm. Start feeding that kid chicken breast and broccoli and rice. And guess what? They're going to be shredded as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Right? You are in control. That's I absolutely hate it when parents act helpless. Mm -hmm. And I can say this as a parent. Mm -hmm. I can say this as, as the one who did the majority of the rearing. And, and, and kind of to back up to what you said, I was a disciplinary. My ex my ex would not spank Oh, our that's child. right. Yeah. I did. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And I have the better relationship with him. Yeah, he, you do. He looked at me as a disciplinary. He didn't pull the shit with me as a teenager that he did with her uh-huh. because I was the disciplinarian growing up, but I was also the fun parent. Mm-hmm. He and I did everything together. He and I went camping. He and I played video games. He and I had the better relationship. We did all the fun stuff together. Mm-hmm. Um so but he you, listened. He listened. To yeah, you. you can be both. It uh-huh. doesn't have to be good cop, bad cop. So no. I don't. I hate that dynamic anyway. Uh-huh. You both should be the fun parent and the disciplinarian. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when I was in a relationship where we weren't on the same page, I still did both. And you know, as as an adult 
child now, he has a way better relationship with me than he does his mom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that wasn't out of of tricks, trickery or manipulation. It was out of, you know, 18 years invested in a relationship with someone where probably did things more right than wrong. Yeah, I, mean, I know. And, and that's, mm-hmm. it's really that simple. But I absolutely hate it when parents act helpless. Mm-hmm. When they have, I mean, I, I'm thinking of somebody very specifically that has a little girl that is an absolute fucking nightmare. And, oh, that's just how she is. And, oh, we had a good day today. And, and oh, yeah, she's a little cunt, but we let her go do this. You know, it's like, <laughs> you're, that's your fault. Mm-hmm. You know, that is your fault. You were with that little demon seed all day. <clears throat> Fix her shit. Yeah. Discipline her. Give her the food that you want her to eat. Mm-hmm. Don't be a fucking doormat parent. Yeah. And that all comes out of complete, absolute laziness. They just don't want to deal with the fight. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like creating a puppy. You got to deal with them screaming. And oh, my gosh. For I know. While. It's tough and it sucks. But it's got to happen. And I guarantee you these the same fucking parents who their kids are eight years old and still sleeping in the goddamn bed. With oh, them. gosh. I know. That's how <laughs> right. I know you suck as a parent. If you've got a child that's over the... I mean, <clears throat> Seth never slept in our bed. I'm trying to think before I spew this out of my mouth. What's the age? I'm going to stick with three. If you have mm-hmm. a three-year-old or above that still sleeps in the bed with you, that's all I need to know about your parenting skills. And your sex life. Yeah, and, and yeah, your sex life with your partner. I shit. would say two. I mean, come on. Well, really? I gave an extra year. Yeah, I've. No. That is unacceptable. Yeah. Some of y'all's kids have been in the terrible twos for eight years. Oh, my gosh. I know. It's not a phase. You no. raised a shithead. <laughs> yeah, I know. I. Yeah, that that's awful. You should not. I didn't have terrible twos. I always thought that was a myth. Yeah. I don't mm, know. It was. We didn't I mean, deal with that. I mean, I don't know. My... If you're, con- it's like everything. I don't know how many times I tie the word consistency into everything. <laughs> everything, in everything. I mean, don't be lazy. Yeah. And be consistent. And be disciplined in your own actions. That's yeah. all you got to do with everything in life. And guess what? You're gonna have way more good days than bad. Yeah. You're gonna be way more successful than unsuccessful mm-hmm. in everything. Every yes, every way, every way. Yeah. Everything that you do in life, I mean, yeah. It's a shame we don't have a kid because we would have the best looking, most disciplined child on the planet. <laughs> we would be shoving it in everybody else's face. Oh, god! Look at our kid. He was reading by the time he was 13 months old. <laughs> no. No, we can't say that. I, but... I just like saying it piss people off. That's funny, though. But, yeah, I, I mean, the, the helpless attitude of caving to a child's wish... Or a child's demand mm-hmm. is just beyond me. I remember even with my ex-wife, as my son was heading into you know adolescence and you know eleven and twelve and thirteen years old, her letting him make decisions that he should not oh, have been making. Oh my gosh! And I her, know. Her and I would go round and round, and I'm like, "Why are you letting him do that?" Mm-hmm. She's like, "Well, he wanted to," and I was like, "He's fucking twelve. Mm-hmm. You can't let a twelve-year-old yeah. decide shit." Mm-hmm. No. So no, Mm-mm. he should not do that. And you know, we would go round and round over that stuff. And I mean, there were some things I thought that like you, you were kind of mean about, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't have let. I him. wasn't wrong. I was mean. You were mean. You were very mean. 
and I wouldn't have been that mean <laughs> to my ch own child. But I think that at the same time, I wouldn't have done what she did either. Right. And allowed that. Like, she forced you to be mean to him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'd say she forced. I know I didn't handle everything correctly. No, because I, I that you were, you were. I didn't do everything yeah, right. No. No regrets. <laughs> worked out. It did. It did work out. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I can look back and be like, yeah, why did I say that? Yeah, and like that, that was, was mean. mean. Yeah. But I use it as a story now to actually, like, <laughs> I talk to parents who are on the complete opposite end. Yeah. It's like, you're pussyfooting around with your kids. Let me tell you what I said to my child. I know. And they're like, I know. what? I know. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. Are you yeah. kidding me? That's what yeah. you get. Yeah. It's true. So I use it as a as a cautionary tale. It's or 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 when people think I'm bullshit and they're like you would never you know you, you you just talk a lot of shit you wouldn't be that hard on your kid uh yeah oh yeah I was I I I would be and I, I was yeah I would be and I was <laughs> <laughs> let come here come here so yeah. Let, let, yeah, tell, tell them, them. <laughs> tell them what I said tell yeah. them what I did um yeah. and so it's yeah it's not about just blowing smoke and and talking a big game no um, uh. but that's why I say tell that's why I tell people you know. I'm coming at this from being a parent. I will say, though, the only time, like, there was only one time, one time, that Seth ever got, like, mad. Really mad. And scary. And that was it. Like, that was, and it was towards, towards little Seth because he was doing some dumb shit. <laughs> it wasn't unwarranted. It wasn't. I didn't just. I never no. like snapped. I never had a bad. I don't have bad days. No. I never had a bad day and was like, I can't take this. No, I'm not gonna. You know, I never yeah. did that. No. Uh -uh. This was he. He. This was a pattern of behavior that had to be corrected. Oh man, yeah. And I didn't yell at him because I was mad at his mom. No. I didn't yell at him because I had a bad day at work. It was. No. He was. He, he fucked up. He did. Yeah. It was all on uh -huh. him. Yeah. Yeah. He took and, every bit of that. And rap. us. Us and the dogs. Me and Seth Jr. and the doggies were like, nope. The dogs took off. They, <laughs> they were so scared. They yeah, they took off. Yeah. But yeah, like, yeah, that was that was the only, only one time that I have ever seen Seth mad. And I was like, yeah, no, I, that's, I'm so glad that you don't get mad. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, I don't get no, mad. No, uh-uh. I think people probably think I'm constantly irritated. Yeah, no, uh, you're like the the funnest person to be yeah. around. As long as you ain't dumb. Yeah, <laughs> don't do some dumb shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, but but I, I I don't know. I I think that because I, I I thought I thought when I was talking about us disagreeing, I thought that the scenario I gave about you know she's with the child the most and yeah, you thought that I would uh, I would take be like, her oh, side. It's both their faults. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And because I thought that's where you're going to head with it um, based on our other conversations. But, uh, you know, I and it's not that I'm like, oh, I'm glad you agree with me. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I just. I'm not a very neutral person. Mm -hmm. I, I'm OK saying, yes, there's two sides of every story. And yes, both of you have a have something to do with this. But I'm also OK saying, you know what? This, this isn't 50 50. You're 75 percent wrong. and He's 25 percent wrong or vice versa. Mm hmm. But if you're going to say that, you have to explain why. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I'm not about absolving someone from anything based on workload or stress or 
attitude or challenges or any of that stuff. You know, you, you still have a responsibility to that child, to mm-hmm. your partner. Make it fucking happen. Yeah. And, 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 and I think that that's where I just get very, you know, unsympathetic because it's like, you know, we've all been through some serious shit. I know. That's not a good enough reason to be an asshole parent and a awful parent and an awful partner and a, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or a working husband. And, and once again, I, I know I was very harsh on the stay-at-home in, the mom mentality that you can typically see in women. But like I said, I, I, I am equally hard on men that try to leverage their I almost said bullshit job, but their job as a reason to not do anything mm-hmm. outside of that. Mm-hmm. And and I think one of the pieces we, we did want, I know we're, we're already passing an hour here, but <clears throat> you know, it really, one of the things I said when we started talking about this is just because you earn a paycheck doesn't give you the right to do anything. And, and I think that that ties in, <clears throat> um, you know, really with how you should be as a couple. Mm-hmm. That and it goes back to what I said when we started this: being on the same page. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it shouldn't well, be his money. It should be our our money. money. Yeah, um, that, it, and that's just um, I don't know. That's how that's how we have lived our life and mm-hmm. our relationship and our marriage, and that's and it's like when when your ex wife was the quote unquote breadwinner. She really felt like she did everything or that she was that she didn't have to do anything else because she was the breadwinner. Well, and that she deserved to spend the money exactly how she saw fit. Yeah. And a lot of men do that, too. Mostly, I would say more so men do that more than women. Yes. I think that women usually are are think about think about their children and think about the life that they the their kids are going to have and they really are caring and nurturing even in the sense of we need to do this for the kids Mm -hmm. but she was not like that Mm -hmm. well i I wonder how a lot of women would handle that that uh, that kind of traditional role reversal because you know when i was the breadwinner it was what's what's yours is mine and, and What's mine is yours and what's ours is ours. And then when she became the breadwinner, it was all what's hers is hers. And that's the end of the conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I do wonder, you know, character wise, what, you know, some women, how they would be. I think that there would be some that would react the same way. Yeah. Um, And it wasn't. Why is that? You think? I'm not sure. I I don't know. Um, Because it wasn't like even the history behind it. It wasn't that. It wasn't that I made way more money than she did Mm -hmm. and that I was like, okay, well, here's our paycheck. Here's your $20 this week. Make it last. (laughs) Oh, my god! It wasn't like that. We didn't have an allowance. We didn't. It was literally our money went into the same account. And it was, you know, for the most part during that time, we handled our our finances pretty similarly to how you and I do. Mm -hmm. Um, But she just spent a lot more of the money on on her. And I I just kind of looked at it like... Well, she she spends money every day. I spend money once a week, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm sure it just kind of washes itself out. So there's no point in in fighting over that mm-hmm. um, until it was. Because it was like you, 
she would spend on little things like Starbucks and or whatever mm-hmm. coffee, yeah, and stuff like that, and you would spend it on a video game, yeah, I'd that was a, more a, expensive, a sixty dollar video game, yeah. Um, but like throughout the week, it would be and she'd spend you know sixty dollars over the course of the yeah, week or right, more, probably right. more. Uh-huh. But but I was just kind of like oh whatever, and you know I was the one that would get shit for spending sixty bucks on one thing, mm-hmm. but if she spent you know two hundred bucks on coffee. It was because it was little bits here and there throughout the week. It wasn't that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think I just kind of looked at it as, as a pick your battle mm-hmm. type, right. type of thing. Like, well, as long as I get the game I want, you know, if she needs to, you know, if she wants to spend more money on that bullshit, then have at it. Um, but, I, you know, I think that because there wasn't this controlling aspect from my my part of yeah this is all in our same account but you need to recognize there's more of mine in there than yours mm-hmm. i never played that card i never i never played the breadwinner card and then as soon as we swapped i, I always felt that that attitude she had after that was completely unwarranted um because you know, I lost my job. I wasn't making any money. I wasn't trying to spend money. That was the other thing mm-hmm. is I, I don't know if I've said it on here. I know I've told you about it. One of the things that I did was I, I enrolled. I had the GI Bill and the Navy College Fund. So I immediately rolled into school, enrolled in college so I could get money from the from being a vet to go to school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I enrolled in college for full time. But I still you know, was looking for a job and I was still playing, you know, video games at night Mm -hmm. and I would take old video games or things and trade them in at GameStop to get free games. And she was like, why do you always have free stuff? I'm like, or new stuff. I'm like, well, it's, it's free. Mm -hmm. And she was so mad. She's like, well, I don't get to go get anything. I'm like, well, I'm not buying anything. It's, it's free. If you, if you had a a purse outlet that you could take an old person and get a new one, you would do it. I'm, I'm sorry that that doesn't exist, but I'm not spending your money. Well, it's like us with like, with Mercari. So we will like, we'll sell some of our old stuff that we have had or whatever on Mercari. And then, um... If there's like a comic book or something for sale on Mercari, we could just use our Mercari cash mm-hmm. to do that. It's like it would be the same thing. Yeah. But, but you, you were doing it with video <clears throat> games. But and, and even with that, you're never like we each have our own Mercari account. Uh-huh. And you're never like, well, no, I don't want to buy that comic book for you with my Mercari cash. I, I know. sold my clothes to yeah. do that. We don't well, do yeah, that. Yeah, because I and I'll buy a comic book for you yeah. with you'll my use, you'll use all of your mercari cash yeah. on one book or yeah something like that. because it's us it's our it's our money mm-hmm. it's not mine or yours it's us yeah yeah and i think that that's where couples need to be mm-hmm. like i've said it four times already you've got to be on the same page mm-hmm. it, it is a joint effort whether it's monetary whether it's breadwinner whether it's child rearing whether it's discipline whatever it is you know i know it's very cliche but you you are a team yeah you have to be equal and i'm not saying that earning money and not earning money makes things lopsided or not equal um or that it i don't i mean i don't think it it shouldn't be a topic of discussion you should not hold a paycheck over your spouse's head Mm -hmm. at all Mm -mm. it's they are contributing to some type of environment or success that you're able to maintain or go after in your career because hopefully if what they're contributing 
outside of your career. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know. Making your life easier. Both both roles, yeah. both gender roles, everything. Like you guys, you are really a team. And everything that each other does in both of your lives should your your end result and your end goal should be a, as a team mm-hmm. and making sure that everything with the house with the kids the your money and everything should be as a team and mm-hmm. you you should win together yeah not against each other right yeah I, there shouldn't be the division mm-hmm. um you know there just shouldn't be and yeah i think you put it perfectly with that so yeah i don't i don't have anything else to add i think that it was it was definitely a good conversation though different Mm -hmm. uh, a good topic of discussion i thought and yeah i think that yeah like you said you should do you should be do everything together Mm -hmm. and and if if you if you do have the traditional type of roles (laughs) roles <laughs> gender roles and you're okay with that both of you are okay with that then that's fine it's not a problem yeah. yeah but just make sure that you guys are a team and you're doing everything together and mm-hmm. the yeah it all equals out to be <laughs> yeah. a, a good um lifestyle for both of you for all of you mm-hmm. for your whole family and let us know if you disagree and why yeah, yeah, let us know for sure. Yeah, we would. The why is the big thing. Yeah, I, especially with us. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, why would Your you? Your opinion gets dismissed if you're just like, no, that's wrong. Uh-huh. You got to tell me why. Yeah, we need to know why. Yeah, tell me why. Yeah. Um, What's our email address? Our email address is marriageontherocks with an X. So M-A-R-R-I-A-G-E on O-N-T-H-E. R O X at gmail.com. Okay. Yeah. If you, we, we've been asking our, our members and, and our followers and our friends to give us ideas for more topics. Um, you know, some stuff that you want to hear about. If you have a story you want to share, we've gotten a, a, quite a few over the last couple of days. Yeah. Which has been nice. So yeah. keep them coming. Sh- send us your stories. Send us your, your successes. Send us your failures. Send us your, your issues. Send us your disagreements with us. Send us your. Yeah. Your you know, friends, your friends issues. Yeah, your friends issues. You know, if you know what your friends or family, your neighbors are going through and you want to share that, you know, we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, like we've said before, we won't release anybody's name, name. unless you tell us yeah. that you want us to. Um, uh-huh. But uh, yeah, don't hesitate. Reach out. Send us any of that stuff that you have. Um, let us out. Uh, we I know that we had people messages for some reason because of the website we couldn't respond. Yes, so now for, we we are able yeah we're to able respond. to respond again. We didn't realize so. we had all these messages waiting, so we've been slowly trying to reach back out to everybody. So mm-hmm. we do apologize for that. But um, yeah, any of that stuff you have, questions, concerns, issues, yeah, complaints, yes. Yeah, all we, that stuff. Yeah, we put it out on the Marriage on the Rock Speakeasy and on our Instagram mm-hmm. page. Um, so yeah, if you want to DM us or, or you know, just yeah, message us, us on, anything, yeah. on Facebook or email us, uh, we, we want to hear what you guys have to, to say and, you know, real life issues that are going on in, in your lives and your friends' lives and everything that, 
we can you know talk about mm-hmm. and hopefully help you guys out with and if you're listening rate us oh, rate us please. on spotify yeah. <laughs> rate us give us that five star or four star whatever it is on itunes or spotify and follow us on facebook and instagram yeah mm-hmm yeah. We don't post a bunch of annoying crap you don't want to see anyway. Yeah. I don't I don't think we do. Yeah, I, don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but So yeah. if you're listening, follow us. Rate mm-hmm. us. Yes. Yes, please do. Yeah. Um but of course, thank you guys so much for listening. Um don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Our YouTube we're not uh putting out full episodes anymore. Mm-hmm. So and that's just I don't think it's it's yeah no we're not getting enough views and interaction there anyway and so yeah Yeah. but subscribe tell your friends about us um listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast and we will talk to you next week